Hey curious viewer welcome to our channel so i'm suraj and with me i have my co-host pratham hey everyone in this channel we're going to discuss deeply about all kinds of stuff from space music life and philosophy hoping to stir up the curiosity in you in today's topic we're going to discuss about do multiple languages make sense in this day and age i'm going to start this off by uh, telling you my views on this and why i even thought about this so if we take a look at the whole point of language it feels like it's a tool that enables you to transfer ideas from your brain to another person's brain and that's awesome so now you acquire this tool in the hopes that it enables you to transfer that information but if there's more than one language it kind of defeats the entire purpose of a language in spite of having a tool that should be sufficient to serve a particular purpose we still are unable to serve that purpose now pratham before you start off uh, i want to make it clear that i know why there are multiple languages like historically we as a human species were geographically isolated and it was almost inevitable that we developed multiple languages but in this day and age when the world is smaller than ever why haven't we formed a society or an organization where uh, we make sure that there's only one language that's common and i don't mean to say that we have to eradicate all the other languages i'm just saying that uh, we will be keeping all the languages as is but we will be making sure that we have one language that everyone knows yeah so go ahead and tell me what are your thoughts on that yeah i think uh, i mean firstly in a way that is kind of true with english i think it is kind of a global language more or less uh, professionally and otherwise mm-hmm. but yeah i think but what do you think about like diversity in general like you said there's a different uh you know different geographies and different identities attached to that to languages like for example when someone speaks german or french or something uh they kind of identify with that because of wherever they've grown or because of their country and it would be pretty hard to like kind of change it to a global uh, common language even otherwise Mm. Okay, see, I I have uh, two thoughts on this. First one is let's say because we kind of recognize English as sort of an international language and that's like the language that bridges uh, the language barrier if you will. Uh, what, my first thought is having English as an international language and maybe, you know, uh, making it a compulsion that everyone should know that. and let them keep learning the, their native languages as such or if uh, if some people find that uh, you know why should english be the international language uh, why shouldn't something spanish or uh, hindi or whatever any other language uh, be international language maybe we can you know come up with a invent a new whole new language and uh, we can use that but my my point is that let one language be known to every single person so that the point of language is not uh, disturbed so as i said initially uh, like if you know a language and if i know a different languages even though we have the tools that should enable us to communicate with each other we still wouldn't be able to so i was thinking yeah oh, what is the point yeah make makes sense i think uh, it would be definitely practical for sure to have like a single common language that everybody can speak mm-hmm. with maybe eliminate a lot of differences in the world for sure if we have a common 
uh, you know, communication medium. But kind of, it's kind of funny. Like uh, when you say that the whole point of language is communication, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of that movie, Dead Poets Society. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Ah, uh, no, I haven't. But yeah, so so it's it's, it's about this inspiring English teacher uh, mostly, and like during the movie, one part he asks, he's just like, "Why was language made?" And one of the students answers saying, "To communicate." And he's like, no, to woo women. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I just got reminded of that suddenly. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think it's kind of interesting. But the real world challenges of actually implementing something like that. Like, people are so tied down to their native languages or, uh, you know. Like, for example, I know for a fact that people, some of my friends who've gone to countries in Europe and stuff, mm-hmm. It's not very, like, easy to survive, you know, just English. So you kind of have to know the native language, especially, like, German or French or something. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to kind of stay in those countries and not know the language. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think, like, at least practically it would be really hard to kind of develop something like that. Because naturally anywhere in the world or even if you think about life developing anywhere else, I think the same pattern would kind of happen, right? Like, based on the place that you stay you would have a geographic identity and a language would develop there and simultaneously other places would have their own languages. So, I don't know, the idea of a global language, whether it really is there in our future. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we would have like a global language in the future at least. So, I was just thinking for now, what if, you know, global leaders, uh, just like they come together on uh, climate change or... Uh, all those matters that are globally concerning, what if they th- take this up as well and then start implementing one single global language uh, in each of their countries? But is, is the goal to make it easy? Like, that's your only agenda? Yeah, yeah. So, no matter where you go, you should be able to communicate uh, with the other person. That's my entire goal. Hmm. But actually, that, that, that kind of reminds me of something more. It's like, like, for instance, learning another language is really kind of having another lens of perception in a way. Like, for example, I remember reading this quote that said, uh, you know, a language is not worth knowing unless it teaches you to think differently. And this was when I was in uh, college and le- trying to learn a little bit of French. So, I mean, I think it's kind of, it's nice to be able to see through a different culture. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, if, if you only had one language as a like the majority or the global common language it would kind of be a little monotonous maybe like for example when you watch a foreign movie now or let's say if you're planning to go to a different country to study or mm-hmm. something learning the language like really kind of adds something it adds richness to life like some variety and diversity don't you think it takes away from that if we kind of restrict ourselves just for ease of communication we wouldn't put in that effort to kind of get to know another culture or a different language yeah yeah i mean i completely agree with your point that uh you know language is not just uh probably a medium of communication but it's also teaches about their culture depending on what words they use to mm-hmm. describe what things so i totally agree with that my point is just uh let's say you're just traveling the world and you're just seeing uh, seeing stuff so at least for the first few uh you know days or probably months that you are in a different country your initial interaction shouldn't be cumbersome so let's say you just go there for like two three hours uh, i mean sorry two three days or something you you don't want to uh you know learn a whole new language just to be able to survive for those two three days 
yeah mm. if you are willing to stay there and if you go for that cultural diversity that you get in that country yeah definitely you would without anyone having to tell you you would start learning their language or whatever it is but uh, my main concern is that like when we meet on the road or uh, whatever it is like a general exchange shouldn't be cumbersome you shouldn't be expected to know uh, the other person's language okay i mean it's kind of interesting to say that cuz like living in india we i think we already kind of come across that whole like you don't need to go to another country to find mm. people who speak a different uh, language we have like plenty of languages right yeah, yeah. and uh, i mean do you feel that o- over here also like if you go to a different state it becomes difficult to kind of be there without knowing the language or i don't think it happens that much in india because uh, as far as i know i think india is the largest english speaking country if i'm not wrong Yeah, but like, have you gone and lived in another state? Ah, no. <laughs> okay. That's just interesting because I was thinking about it because like I know like people who've come from the north and mm-hmm. uh, you know come to Bangalore, South, or even in the southern this thing. If you try to go to a different state, it's not that easy to kind of survive if you have a lot of interaction with the local folks. Yeah, it becomes difficult, and sometimes there is like a lot of bias also. if you don't know the language yeah, yeah. so i kind of see where you're coming from mm, i guess yeah that's definitely true oh uh, yeah so that was one uh, you know perspective of my argument the other is you know some people think that if you have that one single global language and say everyone starts talking about it we might uh, concentrate less on our late, uh, native language in the long run and maybe we will lose some of the languages and it's happening we are losing some uh, if you think about all this indigenous folks who live in you know some islands like uh, who are cut away from the rest of the world they have their own languages and like there are many languages lost over time so do you think that could be one of the concern if we have a common language yeah definitely like that, that's what it kind of goes back into that argument of identity in a way right and diversity mm-hmm. like by limiting it to that one language i mean we are doing that now right the younger generation in india as well it's mostly like i know so many of my friends who don't know their own native language mm-hmm. well enough yeah. or at least like they're more comfortable speaking in english than uh, their own native language or what their parents speak So I think you lose out a lot like especially I don't know like it goes back into the whole you know, losing culture and stories and other things you know so many things that you probably so many experiences so many teachings yeah. that you might lose out on by uh, restricting yourself to one language I think we are facing that post the british era if the only benefit of uh, you know having a single language is just ease of communication I don't think then it does much I think it takes away more than it gives Mm-hmm. because like the only benefit we discussed was easy communication in case you travel or meet people from another place so that there's a common language mm-hmm. okay so what do you think about that mm-hmm. i wouldn't go so far as to say um you know if the only benefit is that then uh, having different languages outweighs having a common one because i still feel okay maybe we are not that exposed to you know going outside and uh, being exposed to other languages and uh, how how hard it is to survive probably if you don't know the local language um i think most are easy to learn no i mean maybe chinese is probably something really difficult i've heard it has like 
a lot of alphabets and stuff but other languages you can kind of use the english alphabets to learn like the european languages and stuff uh but again this comes this strikes parallel with uh, let's say let's just consider programming languages and uh, you know many languages python at least it's considered as um, uh, one of the easiest languages to learn and they sell it because uh, you don't have to worry about learning the syntax of the actual python language and you can worry more about the actual logic the coding part and that's their selling mm-hmm. point so you know if you just translate that to the actual languages uh, also you should be worried more about what you are um, there to do over there like say if you go to spain but 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 i kind of disagree there's like a difference there right because the coding languages it's like it works behind the scenes and you don't really see it you only see what is the consequence of it like the effect so you can achieve the same thing in different languages but i don't know i mean but even in that case right like there are different languages meant for different things mm-hmm. uh e- even if we talk from the tech perspective so i don't know i, I just feel like yeah i don't know if the same thing applies to our linguistic mm. uh there was yeah i think we need to get one linguistic <laughs> expert <laughs> how about you like out of curiosity how many languages can you speak mm, uh three if you count my slow hindi <laughs> okay <laughs> i can understand hindi but uh, yeah i don't think i can speak it very fluently the other person will get bored but yeah i can speak kannada english and hindi how about you nice yeah i think mostly just hindi and english fluently broken kannada and mm. very very basic french oh nice nice yeah high school residual oh also do you agree on this point uh, that it's easier for us to learn languages when we are kids than now yeah definitely i think there's a lot of studies that show like kids are way more absorbing and they learn really mm-hmm. fast right like i i've heard stories of like one year old two year old kids knowing more than one language mm-hmm. and being able to pick up really quickly because i don't know actually that kind of brings me to like uh you know this thing about sounds in general not just languages okay. and especially in the eastern side of the world where there's a lot of emphasis on the sounds of words like you'll notice that there's like for example even the language we're speaking now is english right it's is very limited in its phonetic uh, range is what i've observed and heard from a lot of people yeah. if you compare it to one of our native languages or like one of the eastern languages like indian any of the indian languages or chinese mm-hmm. or whatever like the other asian languages it's there's like so much uh, you know diversity in terms of the range of sounds that you pronounce yeah yeah I and there's like a lot, lot of these spiritual leaders who claim that it's good for you to for your body and for yourself to be able to pronounce uh, different kinds of sounds whereas english and like some of the western languages they're like very limited in their mm-hmm. range of so what do you think about that any like thoughts on that uh yeah about the actual spirituality of it uh, i don't know i can't comment on it because i'm not aware about that <laughs> but yeah i mean i definitely agree that you wouldn't pronounce sounds like la or something like that in english and uh, it's that th- that's one thing and uh, the other point that i was going to go with is that i don't know if you know about this but l- the language that you speak kind of affects how you think so some languages they don't have uh, words for 
i don't know uh, some different type of anger or let's say you don't have the word for anger in general i think this was in a sci-fi book or something like that but this is based off of a real theory so the that entire folk they didn't have a, la- a word for anger in their language and they generally wouldn't get angry because they don't even know that such a thing is um, you know such a feeling is capable but if you go on like the prime i think anger or happiness crying all those are primal primal instincts and we can't really get rid of it but maybe more of uh, sophistication sophisticated feelings for which we do have words uh maybe if you didn't have that in a particular language they probably would never have that yeah i i, I get what you mean like i, I think this i think i've come across that theory uh, what you mentioning but it's more like i mean i think i've heard the counter argument that if there exists a word for it then probably that culture has been exposed to that concept like for example uh i don't know maybe this is uh like meditation Like for example the fact that our languages have a word for it or especially our indian languages have different kinds of meditation and words for it shows that that concept exists and like people have experienced it on this planet in this culture sometime along the history of it okay but if we had not discovered that there would be no word for something like that like it would just be something bizarre if someone tried to explain it yeah. you get what yeah, i mean yeah yeah but uh, yeah. wait uh mm, no no i'm not able to see how that is a counter argument because Huh. No, I mean uh, the like it's the same argument, but like the other ah, way around. Yeah, Instead yeah. of saying that there isn't there isn't a word because that concept doesn't exist, rather there is a word because that experience exists in the. Yeah, so yeah. so I see what you mean. Like definitely, mm-hmm. and yeah, le- like the variety of languages does add that richness, and maybe there would be words in some languages for something that other languages wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, true. But but I can't think of any examples. Uh, I've actually seen a video where, you know, some indigenous folks they don't have uh, word for I guess time. So th- all they have is uh, so the way they measure time is by direction. So for them, north uh, like is a time or south is a time. Just depending on the sun, uh, they. they again they don't use the word time they just use the word direction and that's how they know what time it is so when apparently when researchers had given them a set of photographs of the same person being very young and then adolescent uh, middle aged then old age like they would depending on which direction they are oriented towards depending on north south or west east west they would arrange that when asked for them to arrange it however they feel like they would arrange it differently depending on which direction they are turned towards we arrange what? arrange the photographs if you had given the same photographs to us oh. we would obviously arrange from you know baby to adolescent to mm. old age from left to right mm. but they would arrange it differently depending on in which direction they have turned damn that's pretty interesting yeah. it's kind of funny if you think about like huh. different cultures developing different ways yeah i get what you mean i mean uh, of course it's not um, surprising that they have developed uh, all those things in a different way because they were geographically isolated and they didn't have a means to think probably uh, any other way because they didn't meet with uh, people who would think in a different way and for them but uh, Mm-hmm. yeah for them we would be the ones who have like a weird word for all those things 
and like time, past, present, future, all that. Probably, like it, it kind of actually reminds me of those uh, indigenous folks who stay in the Bay of Bengal in one mm-hmm. island. I don't know if you're aware of that. Like, I think it was in the news like a couple of years back when some American tried to. Uh, like you're not supposed to actually interact ah, with yeah. them and nobody goes on that island and yep. stuff and it's like they've survived like for thousands of years on that island just by themselves without interacting with the outside world so like they have no idea about technology or anything at all they just live their like their simple lives I assume and yeah. uh, they don't really know about much of what's happening in a way if you think about it now like today in this whole COVID time it's kind of like a boon they don't really have to be bothered <laughs> So anyways, like the government has set up rules. You can't really like go and interact with them or try to, uh, you know, land on their island or anything like that. And there was, there were some people who tried it and they got killed and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah so, I, I did come across it. I think it was very recent, like within a year back or two years back that I saw. Yeah, so, I mean, it would be interesting to actually kind of, if, if finally we did end up uh, establishing some communication with them, it would be really interesting. It's almost like two different civilizations trying to talk yeah. for the first time without a common uh, language between mm, them. True, true. Probably it's going to be like the movie Arrival. Oh, dude, that movie is like <laughs> the bomb. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, again, like, finally, it, it would lead me to that. I mean, at least this topic. So, I really love that uh, they took this theory. So, apparently, it's called a Sapir-Whorf hypothesis. I don't know. Wait, which part? Uh, yeah, this theory that the language that you speak affects how you think, affects your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, these two people, they developed that Sapir and Whorf. So, yeah, I think Arrival took it up a notch and... Uh, it came up with an alien civilization who would think in a language that didn't have i don't know if i'm saying this right is it that they didn't have words for present future and uh, past like they conceptualized everything at once because of that circular thing and that's why they yeah could, kind of yeah, they could see all yeah that's what i recall mm-hmm. but I think it's interesting, even in the first few scenes of the movie, when those two scientists meet, meet each other, the main lead mm-hmm. characters, and she kind of says some stuff about language. I don't recall exactly, but she says how it's the primary thing that you would try to kind of establish in the first contact with a different civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some means of... So, interesting actually. Like, if we, we were looking at it from a very global perspective, thinking about different countries and stuff, and now we're kind of like talking about... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, different uh, civilization, civilization yeah, altogether. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, if uh, I don't know if any of our audience uh, haven't checked that out, you should definitely check out uh, Arrival. It's really amazing. Definitely, I think I don't know. It was just like a very different movie after a long time. Something very mm. yeah, and when I at got least in my experience, yeah, when I got to know that it's about all this aliens coming in, we generally think that okay, it's gonna be alien invasion. There's gonna be Arnold or some Sylvester Stallone fighting it back. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I think usually the typical images uh, of invasions and fighting comes, and this one's like very exactly, different. Yeah. So yeah, not gonna ruin it more for anyone who's not yet watched it. But guys, check it out if you haven't. Yeah. But like it, it kind of like what if some civilization did uh, you know arrive? Would they find it strange that we have so many languages on Earth, like literally like thousands of languages? Mm, yeah, probably. Or again, it depends on what they have gone through and 
even if they had developed from you know single cell multicellular organisms and if they had geographically been isolated they probably would get that hmm. yeah and yeah, it depends on what their history is i guess yeah but don't you think it's the same pattern that would follow everywhere like even on a different planet mm-hmm. like different places if populations you know they they, they will always migrate i'm guessing yeah there will be simultaneous parallel uh, developments and i think different at least if not different languages different variations of the same language will arise yeah. so okay. but yeah i don't know like like right now we are at a point in the uh, development of our civilization that one language is has been taking uh the most like the most population does speak the english language so mm. i don't know if like we were discussing right how if on a global scale if that decision was made mm. so maybe if another civilization on another planet would maybe make a decision to have a common language yeah to make things easier probably so and if they were like at a very advanced stage where that had been the norm for like a long time then maybe they would find it weird mm. that there's so many languages and so many kinds of different people yeah on this planet yep yep i think yeah th- that would change our mindsets like let's say we discover an alien civilization and we have uh, and they don't obliterate us and we have this uh, sort of bi- bidirectional um you know trade like we are trading with them with i don't know whatever so i think that that time our mindset would change and we would have probably think of having one language for the entire earth because um, for homo sapiens in general and maybe a flag for earth uh, and we would be thinking all of us <laughs> as one unit because we have something else to compare us against yeah for sure like i think that's what like when when there's two then you want to kind of mm. have some way of differentiating or establish but i think like again do you think that's useful like for example you mentioned flag mm. but what would be the point of it it's just like establishing another identity it doesn't really help in any way right even if i consider the flags of like the current existing mm-hmm. flags what do they really do for us like they they have no like the whole patriotic aspect itself has no benefit if you think about it yeah but again uh, just like you said uh, it's just a sign of identity so mm-hmm. yeah but i'm saying is that really a good thing a good thing oh. and that's the reason people fight in a way right ah yeah i mean see again don't get me started on that that's a whole new thing <laughs> then i'll come up on like, we shouldn't have uh, you know all those religions which are just one or none at all again yeah. it gets us off in that direction um but that's why I, i i feel like language probably has more uh, benefits like the diversity of it than uh, restricting to a single one would have benefits maybe sometime along the future but i don't know i feel like we can cultivate people to be more accepting and more proactive in learning of different languages if the need mm-hmm. is there instead of kind of trying to you know just like streamline everybody into one single mm. yeah or uh, how, how about this like how about we you know uh, structure this in a very uh, organized way so let's say because we know that children are very good and very apt at picking up languages in their early years how about uh, however they'll be teaching their uh, native language their parents or their education system with that they can just inculcate the one common language that we would supposedly have uh, developed 
uh, ju- just include that what do you think finally eventually it will just become that one language and like the others will recede into the background and kind of finally fall away yeah it probably would be like that like mm. <laughs> i mean we see it happening in our country kind of mm. like. or can you think of anything that has taken the same trajectory like there were many things and they kind of tried to stream streamline it there was one uh, along with many but then the many started to fade away can you think of any example like that not exactly but probably ethnicities itself like for example indigenous people in us or in the americas in australia mm-hmm. like the maoris and stuff like i don't think they have they do feel uh, i don't think it's died out yet mm-hmm. but i don't think it's like that prevalent or alive and i think if they want to kind of maintain it it is pretty hard to continue that way uh i don't know i, I was actually watching some stuff about some government problems in that country and how ethnic people feel they don't have enough representation mm-hmm. so i don't know like if it will eventually get there but one can certainly see like how like they like by streamlining and by majority of people speaking a certain language and identifying in a certain way it does kind of put those minorities on the edge mm. yeah but i guess yet to be seen in those cases i i can't think of any what about you yeah, yeah even even i'm not able to think about such things yeah but i guess like probably the world hasn't progressed that much to i mean nobody's really made that like a conscious effort like let me try to Uh, make sure everybody goes in this one particular direction mm. probably only on a national level and nothing else okay mm. yeah even i'm trying to think of ways we can still have a common language but still retain the others but yeah if we have a common language and if say more and more people start thinking that uh, is it really necessary to have the other four five languages that this education system is forcing me to learn and they just stop using <laughs> you you brought a different perspective to that <laughs> it's like being forced to learn those other languages that's another problem yeah so let's say in few years uh, students and all like they'll start interact with uh, interacting with um, people from different countries let's say their education system is uh, designed in such a way that you know they get global expo- exposure like they don't have to actually go there but just a video calls and stuff and then they feel that i mean just having one language makes sense and they start using less and less of their native language and maybe they it will just die out that's one possibility i'm thinking of but do they really feel that because i'm pretty sure even now they like i mean i'm sure even now there is a lot of interaction i don't know if that's the conclusion that uh, somebody really kind of decides like mm. maybe they say that okay i mean i don't know maybe they think that if they had learned english earlier on or whatever the language that they're having a problem mm-hmm. with it would have been much easier mm, yeah i mean i just pointed out one way the other languages could die down like yeah, people yeah. might start thinking like that yeah that's one way but it's interesting like cuz i don't know like if there is uh, i don't think i have experienced this that mm-hmm. much But I'm just thinking if somebody who was really forced to go and work somewhere or study somewhere where they didn't know the language, it would be like really hard for them to kind of manage yeah. 
and for some people that's the deciding factor right like say let's just take example of india and say my father gets posted to some in some other state he wouldn't be he would be reluctant to go to that state because he would again have to learn all those languages if is if he doesn't have that mind mindset to learn that uh, or if is not keen on doing that then that language alone is probably the make or break for him to decide whether to switch jobs true mm. yeah but like i think that's what we should change so when you said like you know he might not have that you might not be that open mm-hmm. to uh you know learning that up i think that that should change people should like we should cultivate that rather than trying to streamline it into a single language is what i would uh, probably suggest like mm. teach folks to be more open and in general like from when they're kids to be able to learn like teach them multiple languages and have them be open minded like for example i feel like uh, you know with the indian education like you were saying that we forced to learn more languages right i feel that helps we are more open to learning a different language afterwards also like it's easy for us to adjust and go to a different country and learn that language than it is for like i don't know maybe i'm just generalizing but like than it is for somebody to come here and learn our language mm. but uh, see we kind of agreed on the point that for children it's easier to learn different languages and when you're an adult and say you're in a really high position you want to go there and start breaking your head over there like you're in a man- managerial position you kind of i mean you will have so much on your plate and this should be this shouldn't be another thing to just worry no, about yeah I, i guess i see your point mm-hmm. but i just think that you should give that importance to you know where you are you learn that place's language that that's like a very important thing and not just whatever the other alternative reason you're there for uh shouldn't just take the main stage mm. but again that probably would depend on how long they are willing to stay right like let's say if it's just for 6 months or 1 yeah. year yeah i think mm. yeah same conclusion yeah. that makes sense also do you feel that uh, <laughs> you are leaning towards that that perspective because you yourself like exploring different places languages culture do you think your decision yeah for sure like i huh? i feel yeah like I, i i just feel it's in a way it is another exploration like you were saying right like you think differently based on the language that you yeah. know so i feel like learning a different language is always like it's it's kind of like a mind expansion mm. like you start thinking in different ways and, and especially not just knowing the language i feel like that really comes of the the whole part of thinking differently really comes when you watch some movies when you know some history mm. like when you really soak in the culture of like and if you've lived over there nothing like it so that exposure itself will really kind of change you in a way and you 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 kind of add another dimension to how you think and how you are yeah yeah which is like one other reason i'm leaning towards keeping that diversity alive instead of trying to streamline mm. what do you think yeah i mean uh, b- because i know you and i know that you like traveling and knowing <laughs> about this and I, i i don't think i have appreciated it as much as you have like traveling getting to know stuff and all so for me it still feels like it probably would be a hassle you know just going over there and uh, learning all that or let's say i'm like crazy rich and like i don't care about having to work or do all those things uh, i probably would then be thinking like my mind my mind is so free Let, let's go and explore i don't have to worry about money problems or all that and then probably i would be more willing to learn so probably my point is uh, because you're busy and caught up with all the other things in your life it might seem like a hassle to learn, you know put another thing with it 
Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Like, I mean, when when we come to the actual mm. practicalities of it, of course, like we're we're just discussing like theoretical theoretical stuff. But yeah, when it comes down to it, sometimes it might not be the best uh, way to. It's not so easy. Like like you said, like if it's. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still torn <laughs> about it. I think it's an interesting thing, but. I don't know. I just feel like if we streamline stuff into a single language, it becomes very robotic. Like we're just trying to, in a way, I feel like we're kind of cutting out the cultural diversity in the world, and we're not letting people like kind of expand into the way they are. Mm-hmm. Instead, trying to kind of one size fits all mm. kind of a logic. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if there was a way <laughs> for us to, you know, still just keep talking native languages and only switch to the common language when we have to talk with someone from outside of our country or whatever, and like this happens throughout, and we don't lose out on those many languages, do you think at that time having one common language would make sense, given that we don't lose out? Yeah, for sure. I think yeah, it's kind of in a way you're giving the benefits without uh, including the cons of yeah. it. So yeah, I agree. But like like you said, no, like we were trying to think of some examples where it's happened that the languages have mm-hmm. died out. So I guess that would yet remain to be seen mm-hmm. if that happens. I mean, I think India really serves as an example in a way that way. It is in a way happening that I mean now it's like only like the majority of people speak a language other than English. It's only the super mainstream languages, like the official languages of states or anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas any other like variants and different you know different uh, cultures or tribal cultures and stuff it's like very very limited if they want to be part of the economy and mm. uh, kind of have their way in the world they need to adjust and learn our language which is unfair i feel and in a way it is dying out because of that so i mean even though i can't think of other specific examples where it's happened already mm. i'm pretty like i feel confident saying that it would happen if you try to do that mm. yeah that's true I mean, I know that uh, in India, at least, like we have 22 recognized languages, and apparently, according to Google, there are like 19,500 uh, sp- uh, like mother tongues spoken across India. So um, yeah, I think like the geolingual diversity is like super, like it's very, it's super rich mm-hmm. and super diverse. Like, for example, if you travel like you know like 50 or 100 kilometers in a certain direction, I remember like watching something about mm-hmm. this. People would. They they look a little different. They speak a little different. They eat a bit mm. different. They dress differently, and there'll be like variants of language. For example, even if you look at like the Karnataka Maharashtra kind mm-hmm. of uh, dynamic, right? As you move away from Bangalore and start going up north, like you come across villages that speak different variants of the same language, and you know from one village to the next, there's different ways of pronouncing the same yeah, stuff. Yeah. And slowly it changes, and you'll see that language change from Kannada to Marathi mm. if you really kind of explore and go along the way. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that will be lost out in the next few decades, probably, because yeah, it it, it serves no benefit really knowing knowing that. Like, if you want to kind of be included in the the class of society that's doing really well, you have to kind of know English mm-hmm. and adapt to the global world. which is unfortunate i feel and it's mostly because of technology mm. okay so what is the alternative that you offer if we hadn't done that we would have do you think we would have lost more than we would have gained no i think we could have like if we hadn't done that i feel like maintaining the diversity is better like putting in more effort there instead of trying to streamline 
is is something that I I, I feel is in a way better to do. Mm. What do you think? Hmm. I don't know how much of effort it takes and if that effort is finally worth it because if you see all this textbooks and all the stuff like scientific discovery, discoveries that is happening if you have to uh, uh, okay wait let me get this one uh, one thing straight are the research papers that are written are all in english like i think i heard it at some point that all the research papers would be in english is that true oh yeah uh, i am not sure i think probably we'd have to look that up but uh, Okay I don't know I've never seen a paper other than in English so maybe in the European Union people do write it in their native tongues but I'm not sure mm-hmm. yeah so having to translate that into textbooks and uh, but come on we have the technology for all of it yeah technology did enable you to do that right so if you are trying to um, you know stray away from technology because we would adapt english and you know no i don't i don't i don't mean straying away but i mean like one reason for it is like for example we don't have really you know we don't really type in our native languages or anything mm-hmm. at all and one reason we learn english is because of technology to manage stuff easier and to use the internet and other things so i mean like it's it's one fallout but mm. not blaming technology okay. <laughs> uh it's it's a good equalizer but mm. yeah i think there's a flip side to it as well mm. okay how about this do you think that if there wasn't english and let's say any common language for that matter would we have known about other languages and cultures and basically other people as much as we do now because of all this english movies and stuff like because we can understand that and they have movies and tv series which is spread across the globe we know so much more i feel and we can watch discovery channel and all that i mean yeah it is it is it is a enabler also mm. it helps to kind of so yeah but i think streamlining is too much okay. streamlining it too much may be uh, mm. giving you more Like, you know more disadvantages than advantages but yeah it's interesting i mean mm-hmm. like now that you you kind of made me think about <laughs> it uh if that wasn't there maybe we wouldn't but i don't know like when english wasn't so mainstream uh-huh. i think people still put in effort to learn other languages like latin greek and you know whatever like the pre uh, industrialization languages most people would know more than one if even if we talk about like the european side of mm-hmm. stuff and definitely in india i think most people have always known more than one language in the previous generations yeah. no i'm not only talking about la- just languages like say the say dis- you're watching discovery channel or animal planet or any documentaries on anything for that matter that would explore cultures and uh, places on the world in the world and because we know english i would even consider seeing that if it wasn't probably some other languages or uh, i i would never have even thought of watching that like yeah mm-hmm. i think yeah i agree i get i get mm-hmm. what you mean like it is an enabler so i think there is like it's like a i don't know like a double edged sword or something where there is some uh, you know benefit to it to having a common medium mm-hmm. but i don't know if how much you start like how how would you keep other stuff relevant yeah. uh, and not yeah i think that's something we can mm-hmm. like 
leave in the open kind of yeah thing. i think finally going uh, both the extremes is not feasible like uh, leaving english completely or leaving a common language completely or sticking to only one single language probably wouldn't be right so if you yep, yep. striking your balance and i think it takes some effort to kind of maintain mm, that balance. exactly which i feel maybe we're not putting in that much of it currently yeah yeah i think some organizations are there which i don't know probably would f- fight for uh, you know <laughs> s- saving cultures languages and all that uh, but yeah I-, i agree like the- there is no probably mainstream effort to do that yeah i, I think like is this mostly people don't see a very direct advantage of it whereas you know learning english or learning the common language kind of it 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 opens up a lot of access to technology to all the information on the internet a lot of things right whereas i don't think there's a lot of benefit in knowing just uh, your native language or something so maybe people don't put in that much effort especially like people who are stuck in pits you know economic pits or something like that where they need yep, yep. Uh, the next generation to really like pick up mm-hmm. and yeah mm-hmm. agree with that nice i think it was a yeah i think we can let uh, you know some takeaways from this but i don't think we can make like a strong conclusion of anything <laughs> yeah, yeah true and yeah initially i was totally oriented towards having a common language and yeah like that should be the way to go you uh, you have that me to you know come to the middle like i was on the other end of it now i i'm yeah. glad <laughs> and were you on the other end of it too like not having common language at all or something like that little bit yeah yeah i think for sure it helps for sure mm-hmm. i mean even the fact it kind of brings about equality in all other aspects also okay. right like gender equality racial equality like it doesn't like that whole argument again goes back into technology mm-hmm. and how it's kind of like an equalizer yeah. so yeah i think unless you're not subsumed into the common language or that and still have this uh, other languages and culture striking a balance in that narrow slice would probably be the ideal way to go yep awesome uh, thank you it was a good discussion yeah so i think that wraps up this episode you can find our content on spotify google podcast apple podcast and of course on youtube you can also find us on instagram at curio.spear Feel free to leave your thoughts and comments on this topic and thanks everyone for tuning in.